0: hey y'all and welcome back to another segment here on gems podcast i am the host miss genesis amaris Kemp, and with me today is Sanal banu rajan and i'm going to tell you a little bit more about who he is and then we're going to dive into a fruitful conversation so get it so Sanal ba- ba- banu rajan is a spiritual thought leader from india and has been on a transformative journey to create the best method for taking charge of your mind for the past 12 years. Being immersed in meditation and spiritual philosophy for his entire upbringing, he was later inspired by modern psychology to create an updated approach for mind transformation. Sanal has explored diverse schools of thought, and has lived in solitary life to deeply understand these concepts. Inherited from a lineage of educators, his grandfather's public speaking skills became vital. Sonal dedicated time to share his knowledge widely. He delved into personal development, hypnosis, and communication under expert mentorship. Sanal's passion led him to speak at yoga schools and universities across India, now he's based in Thailand. His he instructs at a prominent yoga school, impacting minds worldwide. So without further ado, let's welcome Sanal Banu Rajan. And hopefully, I pronounce your name accurately. If not, please correct me.
1: No, it's 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 good. It's uh you are pronouncing it correctly.
0: Thank you, thank you so much for just being here to share and hold space with me. And I wanna allow the audience to connect with you in a fun and personal manner. And I like to do this by two options. We could either do a rapid fire 10 question game, emphasis on rapid or an icebreaker. What are you in the mood for?
1: Um, Whatever you feel is more fun.
0: Let's do rapid fire. Let's get to know you in 10 questions. We're playing rapid fire with Genesis and Sonal. Do, 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 Uh do, do. Question one. What does your name mean?
1: My name means power, vigor, uh, healer, things like that.
0: Question two. What made you choose to live in Thailand versus...
1: India or somewhere else? Well, here where I'm living, it's just uh, a very peaceful place. It's very beautiful. It's quiet and there is not too much traffic. And uh, it's just uh, it's really free, like free in all friends. And I like to also work with plants So work with Indiogens and uh, it's just, uh, it's a perfect place.
0: Okay, three, are you an animal lover? And if so, do you have any pets?
1: Yeah, I'm an animal lover. I do have a pet. I do have a girl dog. Her her name is Lucky. (laughs) So our son (laughs) loves her so much too.
0: (laughs) That's so cute. What type of dog is she? What's her breed?
1: Uh, we just adopted it. Uh, adopted her from um from the school from the kindergarten where my son was going, and it was actually the the teacher's brother's dog, and he has left the island and uh, is not coming back. So Aww. it was uh, so we kind of adopted her. She's so uh, just sweet. one, one year old, I think. Yeah
0: okay so question four what is your favorite cuisine or food to make
1: well my favorite cuisine I would say is mutton biryani uh, which is uh, something of a south Indian specialty uh, actually if you for really to have the best one you need to actually go to a wedding a Muslim wedding and uh, in south in in my state, and you get to have it. the The difference is that the smell of the food would be just kind of spreading across kilometers. So you just it, it's just a like an experience rather than uh, just having the food because you bathe in on the aroma for hours before you actually have it.
0: <laughs> so your mouth is already watering and salivating for some goodness yeah
1: yeah you do have like a tremendous level of appreciation already kind of developed by that point
0: yeah but, nice question five you mentioned that you were married earlier where is your wife originally from
1: well my wife is from u.s from texas dallas oh. texas
0: okay uh, Nice. Another Texan. Okay. So question six, what languages do you speak?
1: Um, I speak my native language and I can understand, um, Hindi and uh, some other, because India has many languages. So I do understand some of the neighboring, uh, states language, languages too. I can understand to varying degrees and can maybe respond with some rudimentary uh, skills uh, but um i would say mainly english and my native language that's it okay nice
0: i would i would no you know what i'm gonna challenge myself can you teach us how to say good morning in your native language
1: good morning yes uh Shubha dinam super 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 yeah
0: shubh dinam
1: super dinam yeah, yeah Shupa. means like yeah um beautiful day good day okay yeah. now the next
0: one we're going to be wrapping okay so question 7 what's your favorite color
1: my favorite color i would say is golden Gold and yellow, yeah.
0: Gold and yellow, okay. Eight. Would you rather a dream house or a dream car?
1: A dream house.
0: Nine. If you had 24 to 72 hours to trade places with anyone in the world, would you trade places or remain yourself?
1: Um, I would... I would not trade places because I don't exactly know where I am going to go with this. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to miss out. What if, what if it's better? Because the other one, I already know where it has ended. Right? You know, most of it. Uh, or, I don't know. Just It can be uh, an interesting question, but I kind of would still um, cash in on me. You know, I would bet on myself
0: okay and question 10 it is our bonus question and here are the rules if you pass our rules reverse and you can ask me a question if you play i ask one last question to wrap up Rabbit, fire so are you passing or playing
1: um i'm i'm i don't have such a fun question coming to my head so i'm just I'm feeling uh feeling like I might I'm um, I'm indecisive you know okay well, let's so play I,
0: then I... <laughs> okay so the last question here you get to pick anyone to have lunch or dinner with past or present who are you sharing a meal with
1: um I would. Maybe, maybe because of just recent watching of the episodes of The Crown, I would uh, prefer to have like a dinner with Diana, you know, Princess Diana. You know, she was uh, like before when she was uh, alive, you know. (laughs)
0: That is not. And thank you for playing real fire of Genesis. Mm-hmm. So y'all, I hope you learned a little bit more about who Sonal is. Now we're going to z- zap on over to the work that he's doing now. So you speak on effective communication skills and leveraging language patterns. How do you help others truly leverage those language patterns to effectively communicate? And when I say effectively communicate... What what we're doing now is communicating, but if we were just having a conversation and you were talking and I wasn't listening intent to, intently, but I was listening to respond, then I'm missing the mere point of communication. Mm-hmm. So can you share with the world what you mean about leveraging those language patterns to effectively communicate?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the... This- Study of language is called semantics. You know, semantics uh, is just the general word for it. So it's about developing or cultivating a good semantic repertoire. Meaning, uh, sem- the semantics that you have up here is what we use. Otherwise, we all would be uh, speaking in the same way, but we don't because we all have different s- repertoire of semantics uh, to us. And some of the habitual usage of the semantics can be very disempowering. So, for example, some people, they get up and ask themselves question, what should I be doing today? Or what should I do today? You know, what do I have to do today? And instantly, they start to feel this dis- disempowerment right away because of the semantics in it. You know, the semantics already convey that they are a victim of circumstance or they are not free in a way, or create too much of weight of responsibility, because what do I have to do today? Like have, you know, having is all about like, you know, it start to get heavy. You know, oh, I have to do this today. I have to do that today. Oh, I have done this. Oh my God, you know, I have that thing waiting for me. So you start to feel really heavy, you know, as opposed to, you change the semantics and, upgrade it into i choose you know i choose to do this today you see either semantics have a different feeding to it you know what would i love to do today you know, what would i enjoy doing today you see these these questions they carry um, a completely different lightness to it and uh, you would be happy to do those things you know But whereas you create obligation and demand and impose rules upon you by using this kind of have and should and must and all these kind of words, then uh, that's when you have a bad semantic repertoire, you know, and that's just one of the example I would I'm just kind of pointing out there.
0: Okay, so would you say someone who lives by their calendar, y'all, I am guilty. So if I say, okay, based on my calendar, I have to do X, Y, and Z. You're saying, okay, replace half or based on my calendar, I choose to do X, Y, and Z in order to show myself that I am following my personal boundaries and I'm respecting myself and I'm not putting anything else into my schedule that does not serve me or that causes me to feel way down and heavy. Would you say that's a good yeah. example?
1: Yeah. In, if you want to sum what you said in a simple word, we can say it's about you feeling in your power. Because when do you ever have the capacity to choose anything when you have power? If you don't have any power, you don't have a choice, you know? so when we are like absolutely powerless when that's when we are choiceless in a matter in a situation and that's when we feel like a victim also so being in power comes with having choices if i have more power that means i have even more choices right so this is that's the thing with power comes choice so when you use the word that i'm choosing to do this and this and this today As opposed to I have to do this today, I have to do that today, I have to do this today. All the difference is you are being in your power choosing those things to do. So that's very different than the you being a victim of circumstance and I have to do this today, you know, because somehow, somewhere it's written, you have to do this today. there's no such rules, you know. There's no rule in the universe that says you have to do this today. You know, it's just self imposed rules, right? So it's, yeah. instead of bringing in a concept like having and be and musting, we can bring words like what would I love? What would I enjoy? What would I want to choose to do today? You know? Yes, very different sort of claim immediately connects you to your power and you don't procrastinate, you end up doing the things that you choose to do because it's, again, you chose to do this as opposed to, you know, you must do this or you should do this, right? Yeah.
0: So just shifting the language that we're using to change our perspective, to shape why we think a certain way and how that makes us feel. So that is powerful. Yeah. And I know you you also talk about mind transformation concepts and practices for greater mental freedom, which we just talked about that briefly. Can you go a little bit deeper into that to help the audience really liberate their mental state and clarity to really find that freedom that they so desire? Because sometimes our thoughts can cause us to be caged up.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's why we need to cultivate some of the habits in the thoughts too. Like, for example, one of the thought that is going to pay huge dividends along the line, along the future, is the idea that whatever happens, I am okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> because there is a lot of not okay, not okay, not okay this, not okay that. I cannot handle this, I cannot handle that kind of stuff up there. So whatever happens, I am okay. Whatever I do, I am okay. Whatever I say, I am okay. So giving that assurity that no matter what happens, I am okay. That creates a strong sense of groundedness. It completely disarms your your threat alarm system you know your threat response system our fear mechanism or fight and flight it all it all fight and flight only gets activated whenever you have a thought process going saying oh my god i cannot handle this It's terrible oh what's going on you know that's when you start to feel it. so yeah if you are having a thought like you know what whatever happens i'm okay come on it's, it cannot just go up like that it needs that fuel of you going along with that truth of no i'm not okay oh my god this shouldn't i can't i cannot handle this and like you know really buying into that being the whole truth of who you are and how you are and all of that that's when it becomes all too real you know actually uh, neuro neuroscientifically Every thought and every emotion, every state that we experience, it actually the maximum time duration without you doing something with it, the amount of time actually it can last is ten to thirty seconds, maximum. You see, but we never feel like we are just experiencing something for just ten to thirty seconds, do we? <laughs> no, not at all.
0: You feel like, "Oh my gosh, yeah. this is taking so long. And it can just be the alert that's going off in our yeah. body. That's alert, alert, almost like life alert here in the U.S. I've slipped and fallen and I can't get up. And your body is like, okay, if you focus on your breathing, like your breathing calms your nervous system down and then you're able to level set. So it's almost like you were saying that if you just transition and transform and realize okay i'm not really in that fight or flight mode but everything's going to be okay you start to see peace that enters in you start to see calmness you're not sweating your heart is not racing and thumping. going boom, 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 you're like you start to like come back yeah. into the present yeah,
1: because, exactly because your left brain is the seat of speech you know and the uh, meaning like all when i'm speaking i'm speaking from my left brain when i'm thinking i'm speaking from my left brain but when we are speaking about the right hemisphere that's the place from where i see things i hear i feel all of my sensory experiences is happening on the right so i'm if i say to myself whatever happens i am okay this material it can it will allow me to filter through the life situations and everything, and match it up and see, like you know what? Yeah, whatever happens, I'm okay. Oh, did that happened. I, I was okay after that. That happened, but it, you know, I was okay after that. Look, look at me. You know, if I haven't handled all of that stuff that have happened before, I wouldn't be here. So definitely, I have handled it. So I am okay, right? So <laughs> you start to like pick up things like this so whatever happens I am okay once you are centered in that once your attention you prune your attention to go into that idea again and again now that's how you you develop new neural connections you know the thing is this stuff our mental stuff our thinking stuff can either alarm the threat response system and or not you know So you firmly choosing that to be the whole truth of who you are. Whatever happens, I am okay. You choosing that to be the whole truth of who you are and in the world. All of a sudden, the threat response system is kind of, it can just finally disengage, you know. Because your attention is always, you are directing to that instead of, oh, I cannot handle this, I cannot handle that. All of a sudden, you also find yourself not needing much control over in your life, too, because we always kind of overcompensate uh, with the need for control for the lack of power that we feel in our own lives.
0: Yeah. Wow, that is a powerful statement. And so if y'all are listening and you wanted to know how do you do that, you do that by start telling yourself that you are okay, you are okay. Paint that narrative and your body will start to feel like you are okay. And that is going to disengage the fight or flight mode that Sonal was talking about. So you have to start to program yourself to believe that you are okay and know that you are okay. And that is going to disengage the disbelief that you are not okay. And everything around you is going up in flames, metaphorically speaking.
1: And you don't have to even believe it. you can even play with the words. you can choose to believe. It. see then all of a sudden it's within your power because you're choosing that, to, choosing that as as to believe, right? I suppose I believe, you know, then mine can be like, "Do you really believe?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But if I'm saying, "You know what? I'm just choosing to believe. Is that all right? You know, mind doesn't have much to say about that, you know, like, oh, is that true? Like there's nothing to ask is it true or not? <laughs> yeah.
0: You know,
1: but if I believe, you know, or then it's like mind can sneakily come in for uh, breaking that belief by asking, Oh, but is that really true? Do you really believe? And you know. And that that's the way mind kind of try to dismantle some of the beliefs we are trying to bring in new beliefs we are trying to adopt mind will just come and question it and then we start looking for proof and evidence and then mind will be like you see in that situation you were not able to do that in that situation you are not okay <laughs> and all of a sudden you're like yeah i'm actually not okay not really
0: because <laughs> so then you start, start to second guess stuff. yourself and the thoughts yeah. because you yeah. tell yeah. yourself having it out Yes, you can always
1: filter, filter out only moments of failure. <laughs> you can always filter out only moments of mess up, only moments of you doing things wrong or you know things, you letting people down or you know it's always possible. but because and the attention is going to go and filter it out based on the story that you have. You know <laughs> So if your story is whatever happens, I am okay is the story, guess what? The brain will have to go and look after all the past experiences and have to match to that story.
0: (laughs) Yes, that is so, so true. And that goes into the other point that you talk about, which is managing and organizing your mind for higher productivity. So if you are okay, you know where where you're going, you know what your purpose is, what causes you to grow towards your purpose? What causes you to take the purpose that you have and bring it into full captivity and walk it out, think it, believe it, see it, etc. Can you share how you help people really thrive with high productivity? Because we have people who are like, why do I procrastinate? Why can't I ever meet deadlines? why 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 whenever if you just tweak and change certain things then you will start to see yourself perform at optimal levels to achieve what you set out to do
1: yeah procrastination usually um, stems out of the. It's, it's we are not really clear when we are procrastinating that's one of the things we don't really know um, how much time we have to commit to completing that task let's just say or that activity or uh, we don't and or we are looking at the activity as a whole and it feels like a big task like oh that's, that's a big task you know? and either way that makes you procrastinate so that the trick is to shrink it down Shrink the task, shrink the time. So you give yourself permission to do a little bit of that task. You know, instead of, you know, when you're thinking, you're thinking of, oh, I have to do the whole thing. No, you give uh, give yourself permission to do a little bit of that activity or a little bit of that task. Let's just say it's about me doing a workout, then I would be giving myself permission to do just 10 push-ups that's it I'm giving myself permission to do just 10 push-ups and that's it yeah and usually by the end of that 10 push-ups my phenomenology and my state and everything would kind of be uh, revved up to allow me to do more of it yeah it's usually that 10 push-ups that's the hard but if you're thinking in terms of I have to do the whole workout then you procrastinate but if you think in terms of oh I just have to I'm just gonna give myself permission to do 10 push push-ups. Kind of feels like a small commitment and you just do it, you know? So another way is shrink the time. So you give yourself permission to do five minutes of that task instead of thinking of doing the whole thing. So that also makes it feel, mind's like, oh, that's that's small, I can do five minutes, you know? So by the time you do five minutes of that, you'll probably oh, you yeah, what I like it. But I'll probably just go on more with it and just kind of finish it. You know, why not? And just, you know, you might be on your way. So that, these are two ways you can avoid procrastinating by giving, by shrinking the task uh, that you have to do and uh, the shrinking the time period, the commitment that you make doing that.
0: Yes. And I'm going to give you all a, physical analogy for you to imagine here and I'm a big foodie I love to eat so imagine a huge burger and I mean whether it's an impossible burger a turkey burger a vegan burger a big meaty burger it's loaded with cheese tomatoes all the things that you like right and you're like man this burger is so huge think about cutting that burger in half so now you have half of a burger and you're eating that once you finish that half of the burger, if you're still hungry, then eat the other half of the burger. And then before you know that burger that was so huge, you now have ate it all because you cut it in half and you ate it piece by piece by piece. So that is my physical analogy. For those of you who are food lovers like me, you're like, okay, let me see what I could shrink down kind of similar to like If you're building a puzzle, work on it little by little by little each day. And before you know it, you have a masterpiece right in front of you. So we're going to park the conversation right there for now because we can't give you all of Sonal's goodies. And here's a point where you're going to find out more about him by getting connected to him and in his funnel. So Sonal, tell my audience how they can reach you. What is your website and where do you primarily hang out on social media, if anywhere?
1: Well, yeah so um i do uh, my website where i do my coaching work is uh com. so it's www.spirituallogic.com s-p-i-r-i-t-u-a-l-o-g-i-c so spiritual logic with one l for, yeah.
0: awesome so, uh, are you on then, any socials
1: yeah yeah so you can find uh, the listeners can find me in the social media in instagram in youtube with the handle wisdom with sanal my first name right here wisdom with sanal and also all the um, people who are watching the podcast um, of genesis i have a gift for you guys you can go to the website www.podcastgiftnow.com and uh, put in your email and you can uh, get um, access to eight or nine hours of the optional recorded videos of talks that i have given here on variety of topics and uh, also there's a master class uh, for people who don't have much time in their hands i could uh, one second
0: this is amazing y'all he's giving so many gems and we want to thank Sonal for doing that and we can't wait till he pops up with the other um information yeah. regarding the
1: masterclass yeah so it's a
0: amazing and all of these links will be in the show notes so you can connect with sonal and you also have them on your website um www.spirituallogic.com right
1: yeah okay
0: this has been beautiful and i want to thank you so much for sharing and holding space and dropping gems here on the podcast the audience make sure you connect with sonal banu rajan and don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast. We're on 40 plus audio platforms. And the video can be found on YouTube. Just type Gems with Genesis Amaris And remember, reviews are amazing. So let me know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear, or whatever on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And that is how I grow and think about feedback as being a gift. It either grows you and develops you or it challenges you. You decide because you're gonna be the one riding it. So signing out with peace, love, and lots of blessings, Miss Genesis Amars Kent and my amazing guest today, Funal Banu Rajan.